brought to you by Lumber Liquidators and the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And what are you working on this beautiful spring weekend? We'd love to hear about just that. Call us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Especially if you've got a question about how to get a project done. Is it a decor project? Is it a structural project? Is it a repair project? Is it a new kitchen? Is it a new bath? All great topics to talk about on today's program at one 888 Money Pip. Hey, coming up on our to-do list, even if a big spring clean-out is in store, some things can easily get overlooked. So we're going to have tips to help you learn how to clean some of the stuff in your house that really never gets cleaned. Yeah, like the vent hood over your range, right? Do you ever take a look under there? I mean, it gets pretty grimy. Not pretty. No, it's actually kind of <laughs> gross. So we're going to give you some advice on how to get it looking great and working better, too. Plus, this hour, we have a fantastic prize. We've got a $500 gift certificate to Lumber Liquidators, a great source for hundreds of varieties of flooring, including pre-finished hardwood, bamboo, laminate, vinyl, plank, and even wood-look tile. That's going out to one caller drawn at random. So if you've got a floor project in store, this is your opportunity. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Donna in Washington, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? I live in an old not a two-story cedar shingle house. And anyway, years ago, I used to be able to put Olympic stain on it, and I kept it uh, stained, but then they changed the law where I couldn't use stain anymore. So it was painted in the late, oh, probably 99. Well, now the paint started peeling, so I had one of my sons came and pressure washed it. This is about two years ago now. But he couldn't get all the paint off, and it's flaky, and it's because of the shingles and these little grooves, you can't get it all out. And I live in a two-tone house, a brown stain where the paint's peeling and the green where the paint's not peeling, and it looks terrible. And I've called, I've phoned two different contractors and gave them the address, and they must have just come by and looked at it, and they never even called back, let alone stopped by. Chased them off, huh? Yes, plus they have to have a special license because the house is so old, it has to be in this state anyway. Um, it, It cost them thousands and thousands of dollars because in case there's lead outside in the paint, well, it was stained, not painted. So, you know, aside from all the drama associating with this, it's really quite a basic problem. When you have all of these layers of paint that are on the material over all of these years, at some point you're going to lose adhesion to the original substrate, which is the cedar. The only solution in that case is to remove the paint to get down to the originally natural wood. So pressure washing it is fine for the loose stuff. But beyond that, you've got to scrape and sand because you've got to get some of that natural wood to kind of show itself through the remaining stained areas that are painted. Because once it's ready, truly ready, where you've got all the loose stuff off and your surface has been abraded properly, then you can apply an oil-based primer. And the purpose of the primer is kind of a layer. It has different qualities than paint. Primer is the glue that makes the paint stick. And so if you use an oil-based primer on there, you'll get very good adhesion to the cedar. Once that thoroughly dries, then you can paint on top of that. And the top coat of paint uh, does not have to be oil-based. But the primer does. That's what's going to give the adhesion. But you can't just keep putting good paint over bad paint. Otherwise, the problem of peeling will just continue to repeat itself. Does that make sense, Donna? Okay. Thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Now we've got Rich in Massachusetts on the line who needs some help cleaning the bathroom. Tell us what's going on at your money pit. I live in a three-family house, and I find that the bathroom is collecting over the uh, the walls, the ceramic tile walls, the floors, which are uh, those self-adhesive tiles, as well as the faucets, the, the metal faucets, as well as the door leading into the bathroom. It's collecting a, a white film, like a residue, all over that area that I just described. The room is vented. Um, I, I'm not, I can't swear that that vent uh, does work. It's a, it's a vent fan combo. And does the fan activate when you can you turn it on and hear it? Yeah, you can hear it. So I'm assuming that it's doing its job. And do you know where that vent fan is exhausting? Outside to the other side of the wall to the, to the exterior of the. And if you go outside and the vent fan is on, can you see the flapper, uh, sort of propped open on it? Well, you know what? It's on the third floor. So it would be tough to get a vantage point, unfortunately, for me. Perhaps you could do it with a pair of binoculars. Here's the thing. If you don't have good, uh, good strong ventilation in that unit, in that bathroom, you're going to have a lot of moisture hanging in the air, and that's going to settle on all those surfaces and dry. And if there's mineral deposits inside that water, as there often is, you'll get that white kind of crusty, uh, powdery sort of look sitting on everything. It cleans up nice with the vinegar current water solution because it breaks down the, the, the mineral salts. But um, I think better bathroom ventilation is going to be the key. So I would make sure the bath fan is working, working well. And I would also put it on a timer, Rich, so that when you step out of the shower in the bathroom, that it runs for another five or ten minutes to pull out all that moisture. That's a good idea. So what am I looking at technically then, that white residue? Is that, a, is that some aspect of the mineral deposit drying or something? That's exactly what it is, mineral salts, actually. Okay, I so in a vinegar vinegar water combo, you're telling me cleans it up. Yeah, well, most of the commercial products will work too. But just if you just mixed up some white vinegar with water and wiped it down, you'll see it'll pull right off. Okay, and then does it does it point towards the ceiling fan not doing its job? Yes. I really appreciate it. Put it in a real simple terms for me to understand. And you know, it's an important room, and because it's an important room. If it keeps looking crusty like that, it just affects your whole disposition. So I'm, I'm really glad I called, and I appreciate the, the, the input and the help you gave me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look right at that ceiling fan and check it out and make sure it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. All right, good luck with that project, Rich. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. Now you can call in your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, we've got cleaning tips and tricks for those overlooked spaces in your home. You live in a Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get socked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. 
and they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Here to help you tackle your home improvement project questions at one eight 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 Money Pit, And perhaps to give you this hour's prize, a $500 gift certificate to Lumber Liquidators. You'll be able to choose from over 400 varieties of first quality flooring, including pre-finished hardwood, bamboo, laminate, vinyl, plank, and wood-look tile, all at unheard of prices. You'll also have the opportunity to choose some finishing touches for your flooring project, and you can use your gift certificate on a variety of moldings and grills to cover those necessary expansion gaps and transitions. You can redeem that gift card at LumberLiquidators.com or at one of Lumber Liquidators 375 stores nationwide. Call 1-800-HARDWOOD to find the nearest location to you, or pick up the phone and call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT for the answer to your home improvement question and your chance to win. Susan in Texas is on the line with a water question. What's going on? My daughter has a country home she just purchased, and there's a 900-foot deep water well on it. And she wanted to know, does she need to use a water softener or a carbon filter for the drinking water? And also, how much electricity would that use, that water well? Well, the first thing she needs to do is to have a comprehensive water test done. Was that done? I believe so, because they had inspectors come out. But I don't remember what she said. Yeah, well, I wouldn't believe anything unless I had a result back from a, from a water testing laboratory. That's going to tell you what kind of treatment you need to do locally. So the first thing she needs to do is to get a water test done, a thorough water test done that's going to check for uh, all sorts of contaminants and pesticides and that sort of thing. And then based on that, you can determine what you want to do to treat the water. But you just don't start treating it first. You start with the test, and the test is what determines what needs to be treated. Make sense? Yes, lots of sense, yes. All right. Good luck, Susan. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Bob from Rhode Island on the line. What can we help you with today at your money pit? Well, my money pit is a, a house, actually, and usually is everybody's money pit, I guess. I got a, a, the, fam, the family's homestead. It's been in the family since 1948, and I'm in the process. I've gutted it all out. I'm down to the studs, so I took all the studs and the, I mean, I'm sorry, I took all the plaster and the lads off the walls and the ceiling, and I'm looking at these two chimneys in the house. It's a two-and-a-half-decker house, and I'm trying to decide if I want to, Eliminate the chimneys. You know, the new, new boilers today, they're all direct vented, and um, i got to do the roof anyway, so I'm saying, is this the time to remove the chimneys? What do you think? Well, I think it might be. If you want to get rid of the chimneys, it could be the time to do it. Do you feel like the chimneys contribute to the aesthetics of the house? Well, that's the thought, too. Uh, that's part of the, the reason why I'm calling, is because I'm, they, they kind of do uh, in, in some way, and you know, I'm looking at when I, when I tear the when I tore the walls out, I exposed the chimney. I, I do like the brick, but then again, it, 
uh, I can change the layout of the kitchen without one of the chimneys. The one in the kitchen is quite large. So. Do these come up through the middle of the house, or do they come up the outside wall? No, they're, they're in the middle. Not in the middle, but they're in, okay. inside. They're all so in, that's not so bad. Yeah, they're not like yeah. a, a newer house where they were outside on the outside of the house, no. And your your furnace, your water heater, they're all direct vent today, so they're completely disconnected from the chimneys themselves? Well, they're not now. I'm going to replace them. I'm going to put a Navian system in. And, um, okay. All right. So you're going to use a PVC, probably, vent pipe to take that up. Up and out. Correct. Yes. All right. Well, listen. If you, it does make sense to remove the chimneys. Um, they are obviously a maintenance headache and a source of, of many leaks. Since you're doing the roof, now is the right time to do that. Removing the chimney is is not as difficult as you might expect because it's basically like taking apart the building blocks. Blocks. You start at the top and knock those bricks loose and take them down one at a time until you get below the top of the chimney. You probably go right down to the attic floor. I would imagine so that it's not in the middle of the attic. And then go ahead and resheathe that roof, fill, fill the hole in, and, and once they roof over, it'll be a distant memory. And the funny funny thing, as you said, that's the proper way. But years ago, I had a friend of mine helping me uh, doing another house, and I and it was a three-decker. And I told him I want to remove the chimney, and all of a sudden I had this ridiculously loud noise. So, sounded like a locomotive. He went down in the basement, he knocked out the chimney, and... It's one that he didn't get killed. The entire chimney came all the way down to the basement. Oh, the whole thing came down? Yeah, he, he was entirely <laughs> covered in soot. It's a one that he didn't get killed. The entire basement was full of bricks. Yeah, well, let's hope he learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, thanks for the advice. I love your show. I listen to it every weekend on WPRO AM. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Well, spring is the traditional start of new things, and that's why we take on cleaning in a big way around this time of year. It's a time that many of us look forward to, but often the hardest part is deciding what to clean and how. Well, it's time now for this week's spring cleaning tip presented by the Home Depot. Now, one thing that I like to do is take on a deep cleaning that, you know, I probably have neglected during the winter months. So I like to move the furniture around, pick up all the area rugs, empty and clean the refrigerator. In fact, now's a really good time to move all your appliances to get grease and grime you know, out of all the crevices that are behind them. It's also important to stay organized when you do this or you'll be bouncing from one room to another. Focus on each room and carry everything you need in a bucket or a caddy. And remember, you might not get to it all in a weekend, so pace yourself. And that's your spring cleaning tip presented by The Home Depot. For your cleaning needs and more, check out the HDX brand at The Home Depot. HDX offers microfiber towels that are super soft and lint-free, which makes them great and safe for all surfaces. They come in many sizes, the extra-large size is perfect for those extra tough jobs. And we're here to help you with your tough home improvement jobs. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. We're going to talk with Dot in Wisconsin, who's got a decking question. How can we help you with your project? Yes, my deck is located on the south side of my house. And every year we've been putting uh, a paint on it. And it's where we get a lot of sun. And I'm I'm wondering if there's a special kind of paint I should use because it peels a lot. So there are special paints for decks. And if you're continuing to put more coats of paint on the old deck, my concern is that you're never going to get good adhesion. You may have too many coats of paint on that now. Are you using paint or stain, Dot? Um, it's, I believe it's a paint. I'm afraid at this point, what you really need to do is to remove that paint so you can get down to the original wood because you can't put good paint over bad paint. It's going to continue to peel. And once you get down to that wood, then you should prime it 
and then paint it. But if you're able to get most of the paint off, and perhaps you can because apparently it's not sticking well, where you're, you really don't have too much left, then I would recommend not using paint on it. I would use solid color stain. It's still going to give you a continuous color, um, but it's going to absorb better into the wood, and it'll kind of fade rather than peel, and I think that's what you're shooting for. Type of product to remove the stuff that's on there now. Yeah, there's a wide variety of paint strippers out there. I would look for um, one of the citrus-based products and try that. Uh, you're gonna, you may have to try a couple of them until you find the one that works best with your particular deck. Okay, thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Down in Pennsylvania is on the line with a roofing and ventilation question. Tell us what's going on. We live in a house that's about sixty years old now. Uh, it has gable vents in the attic, regular style roof. And anyway, uh, the roofer suggested that when the house was re-roofed, that we put a full-length ridge vent in the house. The house is an L shape with an office in the back that actually makes the back a T. So anyway, the first year after the roof was changed, went through winter, wound up uh, we noticed the scoloration in the ceiling and the Armstrong ceiling in our office. And so I went upstairs and found out there was two inches of snow in the attic. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I wondered, did we go to the point of having too much ventilation? Because we never had a trouble before. Yeah, it's really not possible to have too much venting done. Now, the type of vent, ridge vent that the roofer put in, what he should have put in is something called a filter vent. And a filter vent basically has a filtering material right inside the ridge vent that's designed to be a weather filter. So it stops the snow from blowing in. If that filter part is missing, that might be the reason you're getting a lot of snow. But as I said, if a little bit of snow is blowing in, I wouldn't worry about it. If a lot of snow is blowing in and it's happening a lot, then you might want to consider replacing that ridge vent with the right type. I see. Thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Sandy in Pennsylvania, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Uh, yes, I was calling to ask about uh, building a garage. My husband and I just bought a home. It's a uh, two-story colonial, but there's no garage. And um, we're trying to decide detached, attached, with or without a breezeway. Um, we know we want it to be oversized, um, but we're trying to decide uh, which would be the most efficient and convenient choice to go with. So it's as much an architectural question um, as it is a structural question because you're trying to figure out what's going to fit best with the property. So that amount that involves looking at the house itself in terms of its design and also looking at the neighborhood to uh, determine you know what's going to fit in well because it's okay to have the nicest house on the block, but it's not okay if it's that much nicer that the rest of the neighborhood pulls it down in value. Does that make sense? Yes. And, and and I think the rest of the homes are very, very similar, except they have garages. Okay. Well, then that's a good model for you to, to follow. Okay. Now, if you have the breezeway, then obviously you're going to have more functional space. So I'm not quite sure what we can do to help you with this question, because it's really a design uh, that you have to kind of agree on with your with your husband, uh, and then and then set apart building it. When when it does get built, it obviously has to be built 
uh, by a pro in accordance with all of the local regulations, which are going to probably require that you have a set of architectural plans. Okay. So you might just want to start with that because an architects architects can help you look at the options very easily with the computer programming that they use today and, and, and give you a chance to look at it uh, from uh, several different angles, both outside and, and inside in terms of available storage space and in different configurations. Okay. Um, also, we need to replace the roof on the home. So I was thinking, you know, making it an attached or with a breezeway um, kind of makes it a little bit more efficient as we change, as we replace the roof on the home, we'd be putting the roof on the garage as well. Okay, well, it would make sense for you to do the entire roof and have that folded into the same project. And then you could, in fact, fold it into the same financing, too, if you're financing the project. So, yeah, I'm all for planning those projects to be done together because when the roofing team is on site, that will be the most cost-effective way to get it all done Okay, and have it match. Okay. You know, we, we did our roof uh, in the last year, and we did everything but the garage, and the garage really didn't need it. But seeing that brand-new, beautiful roof on the house, I just decided that I would uh, ignore the fact that I had a few years of life left in my garage roof, and we did that as well, which is why um, we always say that the three most expensive words in home improvement are might as well. Right. Right. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Up next, would you like to take that same kind of comfort that you enjoy inside your house, you know, during the chilly weather months, outside for the spring and summer? Well, you can by building an outdoor living room. We'll tell you how next. 888 Money Pit. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is brought to you by Lutron's new Maestro Occupancy Sensing Switch. 
Never ask, who left the lights on again? Starting at around $20, this motion-sensing light switch turns the lights on automatically when you walk into a room and off when you leave and works with all types of light bulbs. Learn more at LutronSensors.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, spring is the season when we get to step outside and start to celebrate that season of warmer weather as we head into summer. And there's no better place to do that celebrating than in your own outdoor living room. That's right. And we're not just talking back deck or patio, but really talking all of the same kind of elements that make you cozy indoors, but bringing them outside to create that comfort you'll enjoy all season long. So with us to help get started is our friend Sarah Fishburn, the Director of Trend and Design for the Home Depot. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, Sarah, you know, we just used to call this outdoor living, but now we're really going full bore with outdoor living rooms, right? Because there's pretty much nothing that you can't bring outside these days with the right materials. Yeah, that is exactly right. People are definitely wanting to expand from that indoor. They spend so much time inside working long hours. You know, we're inside eight plus hours at work, more and more people work. So when they get home, they want to spend time outside with friends and family and just, you know, extend that season longer. So they're definitely bringing those elements from the indoor outside. So let's assume that we've already got the space we're going to sort of plot out for our outdoor living room. We've we've selected our patio where we have a deck, but now we want to really make it feel comfy. So to do that, what kinds of furnishings and other elements can we add to that to really help us enjoy the space more than just, say, a lawn chair? Right. So it's absolutely being done exactly how you would decorate inside. So you're creating spaces within your outdoor space. So if you have a bigger patio, you can actually do multiple zones where you can have a dining area as well as a seating area. But if you only have space for one, then you kind of decide, are you going to you know, eat out there more? Or are you going to relax? And then that kind of dictates the kind of furniture that you want to put in. But it really is about creating that you know, space. And it can be done through, you know, putting that deep seating patio set out there, kind of creating a zone by an outdoor rug for a pop of color, just like you would do inside a house. And then, you know, all those fun pieces. So it's not about having a patio set that is all matched together, but you can really be creative and do things like with poofs, outdoor poofs, or garden stools, or benches in place of a typical cocktail table. That's where we're seeing people being really creative in um, how they're decorating outside. You know, Sarah, I think throw pillows are probably a great way to bring color outside too, right? It is a good way. So that's where you can really add personality and kind of your flavor for the outside. And you can have fun with it, different patterns or colorways. Um, But that's a great way to add some pop of um, personality. We're talking to Sarah Fishburne. She's the Director of Trend and Design for the Home Depot about ways you can expand your outdoor living room. Now, Sarah, it's important, though, when people are shopping for any sort of outdoor furnishings or outdoor decor items, that they are buying pieces specifically made for the outdoors, correct? That is correct, because you don't want anything, you know, the sun's, you know, really hard on products outside, as well as water. So you definitely want to use outdoor products for the outside. Sarah, what about the colors that are hot this season? They shift every year. What are consumers looking for in terms of the colors that they're going to bring into that space that will complement the exterior? Yeah, so it's very similar to what we're seeing inside. It's all about blues. And it's just about any imaginable color from navies and denims to even mineral and misty blues. So a lot of blue is being shown outside. And then you're seeing 
think pops of color being coordinated with that from reds to pops of yellows, even like a blush coral red. Um, but, you know, a lot of blue is the big trend right now. You know, I think people miss a lot of opportunity as well to add in these fun little containers around their outdoor rooms because that gives you a chance to really bring in a lot of fresh color as well. And it kind of keeps that color going all season. It is a great way to add color to the garden and the outdoor patio space. It, and that's where you can have some fun and you can do different heights and different patterns and textures as well as different colors in container gardens. And that's where a lot of times people sometimes don't think about what you know, plants you're actually planting, but you want them to also coordinate with that whole outdoor, you know, oasis. So that's a really great way that you can add some color and some personality to a garden. And then you can change it as the season goes um, from long summers into the fall. So Sarah, we've covered the furnishings and maybe some areas of color, but what about all those fun accessory pieces? I mean, the, the fire pits and the lanterns and that kind of stuff. What's new in that area? Yeah, so people are definitely, you know, taking a page from the indoor and they're not just leaving the outdoor space they're putting tabletop lanterns with LED candles. They're putting string lights up as well. They're bringing out a fire pit when the nights get cool. So they're definitely taking it one step farther and kind of, again, taking it to the next level of those little decorative details. Sarah, you have so many fantastic ideas, and I'd like to let our audience know that you actually have a blog post. You've contributed to MoneyPit.com. That's online right now on our homepage at MoneyPit.com, where you cover all of those great trends in outdoor living. Sarah Fishburne, Director of Trend and Design for the Home Depot. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Thanks for having me. All right, still ahead, my little organizing secrets using kitchen items to store your supplies. Would you believe that a muffin tin could work really well as a jewelry organizer? We'll share that and some more organizing hacks coming up. You live in a Money Pit. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Nothing makes outdoor projects fast and easy like QuickCrete fast-setting concrete in the red bag. Want to set posts without mixing? Just pour it in the hole and add water. It sets hard in about 20 minutes. And want to make it even easier? Check out their step-by-step how-to project videos at QuickCrete.com. QuickCrete fast-setting concrete. Look for it in the red bag. QuickCrete, it's what America's made of. Is your dishwasher not cleaning the way it used to? Does it smell, have stains, or leave residue on your dishes? Then you need Glisten Dishwasher Magic, the number one selling dishwasher cleaner. Hi, I'm Leslie Segretti. Dishwasher Magic is the most powerful dishwasher cleaner. It removes performance-robbing buildup and disinfects as it cleans. It can help your dishwasher work like new by eliminating lime scale, grease, and odors. Get Dishwasher Magic from Glisten, the machine cleaning experts. See their full line of cleaners at glistencleaners.com. Do you want to make sure your home stays warm in the winter, cool in the summer, and saves energy year-round? Then download the Money Pit's new guide to insulation. It's yours free at MoneyPit.com, courtesy of Isonine Spray Foam Insulation. Insulation is vital to maintaining a comfortable and energy-efficient home. Learn what Tom and Leslie recommend you use and what to avoid, all in this free guide available from MoneyPit.com and presented by Isonine, the evolution of insulation. 
Lumber Liquidator's 13th annual April sale is here. It's your chance to get once-in-a-lifetime prices like North American and European laminate from 29 cents with the purchase of underlayment. 150 styles of pre-finished hardwood from 89 cents and 30 varieties of pre-finished bamboo from $1.79. And beautiful bellawood up to $2 off a square foot. Plus clearance prices on vinyl plank, wood look tile, and more. And special financing. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you and get to the famous April sale today. Introducing the latest innovation in construction adhesives. New Liquid Nails Fuse-It All Surface. Glass, metal, wood, whatever your job, Liquid Nails Fuse-It bonds almost everything to everything. Liquid Nails Fuse-It has an instant grab time, performs just as well in blistering heat as it does in biting cold, and works on even the most water-drenched surfaces, indoors and out. Liquid Nails Fuse-It All Surface Construction Adhesive. Don't just glue it. Use it. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Building a warm and charming fire pit on your patio is a much easier project than you think. Hi, I'm Tom Kreitler. With easy-to-stack rumblestone blocks from Pavestone, you can create the perfect size fire pit for your space in less than an hour. The four different size blocks are stacked without mortar in almost any shape to create a beautiful old-world-style fire pit. It's that simple. Rumblestone is available at the Home Depot, and you can find instructions for this project and many easy rumblestone projects at pavestone.com. Introducing Liquid Nails Fuse-It All-Surface Construction Adhesive. Glass, metal, wood, whatever your job. Liquid Nails Fuse-It bonds almost everything. Liquid Nails Fuse-It All-Surface Construction Adhesive. Don't just glue it, fuse it. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. We will help you with whatever it is you are working on around your home. Plus, we're giving away a really great prize this hour. We've got up for grabs a $500 gift certificate to Lumber Liquidators. You know, Lumber Liquidators has over 400 varieties of first quality flooring, including pre-finished hardwood, bamboo, laminate, vinyl plank, and wood look tile. I mean, all at really unheard of low prices. And don't forget, you've got all your finishing touches for your flooring projects right there. So use your gift card on a variety of moldings and grills to cover those necessary expansion gaps and transitions. And you can actually redeem the gift card for installation too. Head on over to LumberLiquidators.com or one of Lumber Liquidators 375 stores nationwide. Or you can even give them a call at 800-HARDWOOD. That's going out to one lucky caller drawn at random. Make that you. The number again is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Heading out west to Hawaii where Gary has an electrical question. Aloha, Gary. How can we help you? Aloha. Thank you guys uh, very much. Um, I have a, uh, a situation in my bathroom where I actually want to take an existing wall light and I want to remove it and then uh, create a situation where I have a light on either side of the mirror. So I've got this one uh, electrical feed coming out of the wall and what I want to do is I want to kind of splice it so that I could take one wire off to the left and one wire off to the right of the uh, mirror and I'm trying to find out if there's a easy way to do that or if basically there's a kit that might help me do that because I'm not a <laughs> electrical uh, 
I'm not an electrical genius here. So because you're an electrical genius, I don't want you to try this yourself, okay? okay? But I will tell you that it's a fairly easy project that any electrician could do this for you. Since you have um, uh, power going to the one fixture, it's very easy to split that off into two separate fixtures and use the same switch that the other fixture was on. So it's a really simple project, but I don't want you doing it yourself because if you want to tackle a plumbing project, you can get wet. If you want to tackle an electrical project, you could get dead. So we don't want you to try that yourself, all right? You got to use common sense. Okay, okay. Very good. I, I appreciate the advice, yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right, Carolyn, Oregon's on the line with some rusty water at her house. What's going on? Uh, my house is about 25 years old. I've lived in it for about six. Uh, my problem is well water corroding okay. bo- both of my toilets. Okay. And I don't know. if I've tried using Clorox. That doesn't seem to work. Um I'm wondering uh, if there's some something, some kind of a chemical or something that I can put inside the tank to keep it from turning black. So, um, have you tried CLR? Uh, no. What 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 is that? Okay, so I would look take a look at CLR. Uh, it's a product that's been around for many, many years. It's a great company. It stands for Calcium, Lime, and Rust. It's specifically designed to clean uh, rust stains from bathroom fixtures. Okay. Could you spell that for me? <laughs> yeah. C-L-R. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> stands for Calcium, Lime, and Rust. See? <laughs> I was never a good speller, but I got that one, huh? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, kitchen recirculating exhaust fans are kind of in that better-than-nothing category as far as an air-cleaning appliance is concerned. But it doesn't mean they shouldn't be kept at their peak efficiency. And that efficiency depends on you not ignoring your kitchen fan, but giving it a thorough spring cleaning, just like everything else around your home. So to do that, you want to remove both the metal and charcoal filters in the exhaust fan and soak those metal screens and replace the charcoal filters about every six months. You also want to wipe away any grease from the underside of the hood and replace your light bulb. Now, if you want a better option, consider an exhaust fan that draws air out of the kitchen and vents it to the outside of your home, the same way a bath exhaust fan would. Yeah, it not only can help with air quality, it can help with odors as well as grease buildup on your cabinets and soffits. And your kitchen will be so much more pleasant as a result. 888-666-3974. Let's get back to those phones. Leslie, who's next? Steven in Texas needs some help with a cabinet project. What can we do for you? Yeah, so my wife has uh, challenges with chemicals like uh, formaldehydes and glues and paints that they put in kitchen cabinets, the new ones. And I was wondering if you had any idea, like, what a person could use that you could get away from them type of chemicals in cabinets. So you're looking for a cabinet manufacturer that is sort of formaldehyde-free and VOC-free, is that correct? Yeah, that'd be right, yes. Steve, that's an interesting question because when it comes to kitchen cabinets, so many of the products that go into kitchen cabinets have the potential to have VOCs or volatile organic compounds in them because you could start with the boards that are used to build the cabinets if they're uh, a, a press board or a composite board of some sort that may have formaldehyde in it, for example. Then you have the finishes and on and on and on. I think what you want to do is you want to look for kitchen cabinetry that is built to meet the new CARB-2 standard, that's C-A-R-B-2 standard. That stands for the California Air Resources Board, 
and that's a standard that measures the level of those types of toxins in cabinetry. And so if you search for kitchen cabinets that meet that standard, I think that's a good place to start. Would you have any idea, like maybe some um, metal cabinets, you know, like that would look nice in a kitchen, like, would you have any ideas on something like that? Well, you'd still have finishes on metal cabinets that would have some of the same issues. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen metal cabinets in a kitchen in forever. Um, the Gladiator folks at Whirlpool are doing a really good job these days with um, metal cabinetry for laundry rooms and utility areas and uh, spaces like that. But I don't know if that cabinet line is going to extend uh, to the point where you'd have enough flexibility to do it in a kitchen. Well, I can share with you a vendor of a, you know, no formaldehyde added cabinetry. They're actually beautiful handmade wooden cabinets. I'm not sure of their price point, but I am familiar with the fact that they are not adding any chemicals to it. And they are very responsible in how they utilize the wood and the products that they use to make their cabinets. Um, it's a company out of Portland, and their name is Neil Kelly, and it's N-E-I-L-K-E-L-L-Y. And then there was a metal cabinet manufacturer that I was familiar with a while ago. It's Philip Metal, and it's F-I-L-L-I-P. Um, it's sort of this, you know, new revival of some interesting repurposed materials, and, you know, you might want to check them out as well. Okay, well, thank you very much for the information. I appreciate it. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 888- Money pit. Well, one of the biggest challenges after facing damage at home is dealing with your insurance company. Coming up, we're going to have tips on navigating your homeowner's insurance next. You live in a money pit. Money pit. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We'd love to get your question at one eight 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 Money Pit or post it online at moneypit.com or at facebook.com slash the money pit. That's what Liz did. All right, Liz writes, we recently discovered our refrigerator water line had been leaking for some time. My biggest concern is that previous owners laid the kitchen tile and the wood flooring on top of an original layer of tile, and I'm concerned there may be some water trapped. You know, I can understand your concern, Liz, but the situation is this. If the leak has been fixed, the moisture that's inside that sort of flooring sandwich that you describe will evaporate out. It will dry out uh, and not be an ongoing issue. Um, the one thing you might want to think about doing, though, is contacting your homeowner's insurance company. They may, with a big may, cover this as a repair because plumbing leaks are covered. However, the kind that start really small and go on forever and you just ignored it, that kind's not covered. So it's going to be a maybe whether they're going to cover it or not, but it's definitely worth asking. And also, most importantly, check that floor structure. If it feels weak or spongy, you're going to have to cut it out anyway and repair the rotted areas. All right. Now we've got a post from Tim who writes, I inherited a home that's not been occupied in over five years. Electricity is questionable in two rooms. I'm not sure about HVAC. And there's been water in the basement. Floors, walls, ceilings look good, but the roof has three layers on it. Should I repair it or get rid of it as is? I'm not a handy person and I don't have a big budget. You know, it's never a bad thing when you inherit a house, Tim. (laughs) So even if it is a real life money pit, none of the things that you mention are really insurmountable. I mean, if the basic foundation and framing and roof are intact, then everything else is fixable. Now, even though these things can be fixed, it's also a question of economic skills and time. So if the projects are really too much for you, you might consider selling the home as is, but don't give it away. These are problems that are easily 
totally repairable uh, with the right skill set uh, and the right budget. Yeah, you know, Tim, the problems that you mentioned are entirely repairable and for far less than the value of a new home. So even that wet basement, I mean, take it for what it is. You've got a great place to fix up. Well, spring is a good season to clean your closet, but if you've got a lot of accessories, it can be hard to find places to keep them all organized. The solution might be to repurpose some of your common household items. Leslie explains how in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Yeah, that's right. You can actually use kitchen items to organize your bedroom closet. Now, example here, a rolling pin. It makes a perfect bracelet or even a watch holder. You can also use shower rings on your hanger, and then you can put things like scarves or belts or ties right there so you can see everything and it actually gets it off of the floor or out of a drawer. Now get this, muffin tins. You can use them to store little trinkets like your pins or your earrings and you can even use them for cufflinks or tie pins or even just to sort your spare change. I mean, I know I have like this catch-all drawer and I throw one of those in there and it kind of makes everything much easier so that it's easier to find things and keep things tidy. Now toilet paper rolls that you toss away, those are perfect to keep your tights from getting snagged in your lingerie drawer. You just roll them up inside the tube and you can actually label on the tube like what kind of pantyhose or tights are in there. And you can even do this with socks to avoid that one navy, one black problem. And finally, a cork board with some cute decorative push pins is a great way to hang costume jewelry like necklaces and also makes them very easy to see when you're getting dressed and accessorizing for the day. I know this was a very girly Leslie's last word, but you can adapt all of these things into your very manly life or your very kid-friendly life. Whatever it is you've got at your Money Pit, these are great ways to keep yourself organized. Good advice. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Coming up next time in the program, you know, one of the frustrations of a drafty house is that the heat inside your house also escapes to the outside. But what if you could trap that and reuse it? You can with an energy recovery ventilator. We'll tell you how that works on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.